Are you ready? Here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Parenting is Political. My name is Mo. I'm Jasmine. And today we have some very special guests. Who are we joined uh, by today, Jasmine? Well, besides August, who, if you hear August screaming or screeching in the background, it's because we believe that parents should be able to bring their children to the workplace and we want to normalize young people being welcomed. Right, and also pterodactyls. Right on, right, right on cue, he gives a pterodactyl scream. But our two special guests today are Addison and Zara, our daughters. Say hi, ladies. Hi. Hello. So when people listen to this, they'll be all over the world and on the website or on iTunes, um, all sorts of places. So does that I'm make you nervous, Addison? <laughs> you're freaking out. <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> Zara, you're famous? Uh, no, I want to So Addison, introduce yourself. Say what your first name is. My name is Addison Roxiana Banks. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> and your age, and tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? I'm eight, and I like the outdoors, and I like to go to the park, and we have two dogs named Bruce and Kevin, and I like snuggling with Bruce. You like snuggling with your dog. How do you identify? What is your ethnicity or race? What does that mean? <laughs> what are you besides a little girl? Uh, <laughs> might have heard that, but okay. Um, I don't know. You don't know what you are. Well, well, you know one thing. What do you know? I'm daughter of mommy and Baba. Yeah, yeah. Do you identify as black, Addison? Yep. Okay. What what pronouns do you use? Her. Use she her pronouns? Yeah. Alright, Zara, introduce yourself. How old are you and what do you like to do with your life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Zara. I'm eleven. Favorite food, sushi. I love it. Um <laughs> I love to go on hikes, love bike riding, and then love how how August uses his pterodactyl sounds. Pterodactyl? Pterodactyl. We're, we're pronouncing the P in front of pterodactyl now. Sorry. It's Starfire's fault. <laughs> and how do you identify racially and ethnically? Black. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, we, you know what race and ethnicity means, Addison. Yeah. And Zara, what are your pronouns? She, her, hers. Cool. Cool. So we thought we would have the girls on tonight to Love record well. a fun podcast about um, just sort of our family, a personal podcast, and give them a chance to answer some questions that we're wondering about, and maybe they can ask us some questions. If Addison is having a hard time to sit still, she might have to go to bed early, though. Oof. Tough Ooh. cookies. Ooh. All right. So, Zara, what do you think parenting is political means? Um, so, the political part, I think it means, like, well, parents not choosing to listen to their kids and like letting them choose what they would at least like to do and and the parents like 
uh, set up structure, choose what, choose what they, what they will do, mm. stuff like that. Oh, so you think parenting is political is about control and and family habits? Is that what I hear you saying? To like break them. To, to break the kids? No. Oh. <laughs> to, to break the to break the habits and the. Oh, break um, n- typical traditions. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's an interesting noise. definition. To break the kids. Yeah, don't break children. <laughs> That's a very bad idea, folks. Addison. <laughs> Comedian of the family. Addison, what do you think parenting is political means? I mean, that might have to do some thinking because I don't know yet. You don't know yet. That's okay. Maybe on the next video, I'll know, but not yet. <laughs> Maybe on the next video. Are you inviting yourself back as a guest already? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. You say talk to my agent. Hmm. All right, Mo, do you have questions? Hmm. So, Zara, you had mentioned that you've noticed there's, like, kind of, there's different ways to parent, right? So there's parenting of people who... The words that you used, I think, were, like, control and, like, to, like, Drake. make decisions for their Did kids. Did you just sing Drake, Controla? <laughs> Controla. <laughs> Zara had a break, a, dr- a Drake breakdown. A break Drake down. <laughs> and then there are parents who allow a little bit more freedom for the kids and listen to their kids. Yeah. And the kids maybe feel like they have more say and e- more equal power in the family. Is that... Kind of what you were saying? Yeah. What are some ways that you feel like you have power in this family, Zara? Uh, choosing some things that I would like to do. Um, going outside and play. Just, like, doing things, like, I enjoy. Yeah. We give you room to figure out what things you like. Yeah. What about when we have conflicts? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when you look at... Situations where people have a lot of conflict, you can figure out who has the most power. Usually, the adults have all the power. Yeah. When we have conflict in this family, what's that like for you? I think it's just like a shared power where one person's allowed to speak and like say what they're saying and then it kind of goes like in a circle just depending on how many people there are. Mm. What advice would you give to our listeners about how they should handle when their young people, when their children or young people they love are in conflict with them? What are some things that you think would be helpful for the adults to remember and know? To, to like, not give just, like, such harsh consequences. Well, also depending on what it is, but then, like, also... uh. Hmm. Just to kind of like, I don't know. What about you, Addison? What would you say to adults when they have conflict with young people? What's important things that adults should do when they're in a conflict with a young person? August has some input. Um. I think that it would probably be like, um, I mean, it's just like some people, 
have arguments that are really hard, and some people have arguments that are not really hard. The ones that aren't hard, like children that are fighting over scissors, I mean, just separate them. And then for the ones that are hard, I mean, you, you have to separate each other. Um, what does that mean? Or, um, it means kind of like being away from each other for a little while and think about what you said mm. mm-hmm. to the other person. Or, I mean, <laughs> or it can be, um, a person who just... Um, figures out that they were wrong because usually the fights are about people being right mm-hmm. and fighting over who was right mm. or they're fighting about something. Like, so when people are fighting about right, being right, they're probably not actually getting down to what is really going on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that parents are ever wrong? Like, can parents be the take the wrong position in a fight with their kids? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? Just kidding. We're totally, <laughs> we're totally wrong all the time. Not loyal. We're not loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when a parent's wrong, I'm I'm starting to understand a little bit about what you're saying, Addison. It's important for them to take time to think about what they said. Do parents, should parents apologize to their kids and admit that they're wrong? Yes. Yeah, but if um, you're a grown-up out there who can't do that, then um, then you don't have to apologize. Why don't they? Because, I mean, it would be too hard for them and it would probably make them un- uncomfortable. But, I mean, the right thing would to do would be to apologize. Right. Depending on what situation it is. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they could also just, like, apologize in a different way without saying it. You think so? What are some diff- What are some different ways to apologize other than saying it with your words? Like, for example, if you got a con- consequence and they want to say they're sorry, um, uh, they want to somehow say they're sorry without actually saying it they like take away the consequence or like just go out and do something uh the kid would like or let's see here what else make something the kid would like Mm, you said give gifts when they're wrong (laughs) interesting not just that interesting so let's talk about Life. You and me. What? Were you you saying let's talk about sex? (laughs) No. Yes, you did, Addison. It's also perfect. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about spanking or hitting your kids. Not good. Oh, whoa. You want to take some time to think about that? Zara had a strong reaction. (laughs) So when Zara was first... Uh, an adolescent, early adolescent, and uh, when back when she's a toddler, and even when Addison was a bit younger, I um, would swat them. And then I had a 
political awakening, a call, like a, a friend that sort of called me in and educated me more and taught me, and then I began to learn on my own, that it doesn't matter what you call it, whether you call it discipline or punishment or spanking or consequences, what you're doing is being physically violent to a little person. And if I would never want a stranger to hit my kid and call it discipline, I shouldn't be hitting my kid. Mm-hmm. And that spanking or hitting children is never okay, ever. It's never okay to be physically violent to a kid. What do y'all think about parents who haven't come to that realization yet? What advice or feedback would you tell to parents who are frustrated and feel like all they can do is hit their kid to make their kids listen? Calm down and... (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Take a chill pill. And, And breathe for a minute. And then just... I mean, just um, um, let them help you understand, again, why you're mad mm-hmm. and think it over again because you might have missed some parts. Mm-hmm. And then think about what they said mm-hmm. after you hear it fully. And then, and then once you hear it fully, then you can come to an agreement. Yeah, so you're saying that you can use your words to come to an agreement with your kid. You don't have to hit your kid. And you don't have to be scared of it. Of, like, talking to your kid? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure most kids will understand. Yeah, do you think that a parent should apologize for when they did hit their kids and make it right? Yes. Yep. Well, that's what you did with us. I did. I had to come to you and say that, um... I was sorry and that I had to make amends to you for hitting you back when I thought that was the only way to get you to listen to me. Now we don't hit in this household anymore. We don't have any kind of violence. (laughs) You say sometimes y'all hit each other, but I don't spank y'all. That's why I said sometimes, people. What about you, Zara? You were quick to answer. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, the first thing is because... When you uh, when you hurt your child, it. Oh, Oh, August is upset. Okay, sorry. You said when you hurt your child. The uh, it breaks a lot of trust mm. to like even be around the person or just even in the like same uh building. Mm-hmm. And when that when when that happens. Um, it's just like, can you even trust this person anymore? Like, can you even stay with them? Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing would be like, um, it, when you don't know it, it even hurts yourself. Oh, tell us about more about that. How does it hurt the parent when they hit their children? Or when they use violence against their children. Because, like, the first thing, they're breaking the... As I said before, they're breaking the trust. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, like... Sorry. Um, it's also... Uh, I don't know how to I would explain it. So you said it hurts the parent 
yeah, it hurt. It hurts the parent by breaking the trust. And then the other thing I was going to say, I don't know how to explain it. That's okay. Can I say something about it? Go for it. It also breaks the relationship with your child. Like, whenever you're around them with good times, kind of like Zara said, and you're using good times, I mean, it kind of hurts to remember them because after all the times that you hurt them. Mm-hmm. So the kids feel it and remember it even when it's not happening, huh? Shoving his foot against the window. So what I hear y'all saying is that whenever parents choose to, like, hit their kids, whether out of frustration or discipline or whatever they claim it would be, I hear you guys saying that it breaks trust and it makes kids not feel safe with the person that's supposed to be the person who's, like, protecting them and supporting them and loving them, right? And the only person that is, um, and the person who's, like, supposed to, like, like, be the person who's bonded with them. Mm-hmm, and breaks the bond. Yep. Yeah. And it's also the ch- what the who the kid looks up to, so that's also another thing. Yeah. So a lot of parents who are listening to this podcast are just now realizing, um, just now is realizing the... Life? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, this isn't why. They're they're just now realizing things about racism and transphobia and homophobia. What's that? Transphobia. It's when someone um, dislikes another person based on the fact that they are transgender and they oppress them or harm them in different ways, directly and indirectly, because they're transgender. Homophobia is the same thing, but it's about gay people. And you know what racism is. You know what anti-blackness is, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, there are parents and folks who are listening to this podcast, and they're just now starting to educate themselves on this and understand uh, these issues. And they're trying to be uh, loving parents by giving their children an understanding or an awareness about these things. So what things do you think parents should teach their kids about these issues? Go for it, Addison. Um, can you say that again? What do you think that parents should be teaching their kids about racism or homophobia or transphobia? What do they need to be teaching their kids to know? That it, you can go, go, ahead. go for it, babe. That's wrong to do, uh, to like, to say, say, or hurt people like that. Because what it feels in reverse, you, you'd probably be, like, really upset. You didn't want anyone to, like, be around you. You'd feel like an alien from a different planet. Because no one knows what you are, no one knows what you like, 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 I mean... Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Can I say something, Keith? You don't have to ask permission. You can just say it, Addison. Okay. Okay, I forgot. (laughs) 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 So what are are two things, Addison, that parents should teach their kids about racism? 
Okay, now he's coming back. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, some things is that whenever you, whenever you, you should teach um your kids that whenever you hurt someone else, then you would feel like that too. Mm. Okay, so you think that parents should teach their children about empathy, experiencing what other people feel. Like about, in the other people's shoes. About racism. Gotcha. Addison, what are two things that you want our listeners to know about being a black girl? People will hurt, will hurt you for what you believe in and what you know if you tell them about it. If you're black? If you're a black girl? Mm-hmm. Mm. Have you experienced that? Thunder. Yeah. So what you were going to say, Zara? You've experienced that? Things. You look very sad right now. And the second thing is... When... Whenever you're getting hurt, what's one of the happy things now? Go for it. Being a black girl means that... Well, to me, it means that... I mean... You, like... You, like, get bullied a lot, but, I mean... You're happy a lot. You get bullied a lot in your schools in Arkansas for being a black girl. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sis. What about you, Zara? What are two things parents should know when they're teaching their kids about racism? So that means black. Oh. Uh, so the first thing is um, there's nothing wrong with being a different color, but judging someone just because they're different than you doesn't mean you should do it, because what if it happens to you in the future? It's going to feel exactly the same as it will be as you're doing it to someone else now. Gotcha. What's the second thing? Hmm... Second thing is, um, if it's a friend, you're, they won't want to be around you anymore just from the racism. Mm-hmm. Family member. Nobody wants to be friends with racists. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say another thing? Go for it, Addison. Whenever you bully someone for being black... You're doing it to yourself because the person that's black has a different skin color than you. It's just they're black and you're white. But there's really no difference. So you're technically bullying yourself. Hmm. Technically. And we're all people. 
peeps. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not different. We have lots of differences, though. Our, our hair textures, mm-hmm. our skin colors, our cultures, our genders, our sexualities, and all of those differences are, are uh, different ways and things, shapes and abilities in our bodies, and all those differences make us better, not worse. Hmm. Wow. You're in a, you're in a, a, a place, Addison. You're <laughs> you like, thinking deeply over there. You went, went back in your memories, huh? Thinking about when you were bullied. Got it. Well, I'm still bullied now, but I mean, it's better. Yeah. Bullying hurts a lot, for sure. Yeah. Do y'all have any questions for me or Baba about parenting? <laughs> what's it like what's it like parenting August August is a pleasure <laughs> August is very hungry all of the time <laughs> of course and he's a baby and I have a girl frequently uh, wants to eat way too much off of me but I would like August to figure out how to sleep for the night yeah parenting August has been um it's been really good. It's been really challenging for me in a lot of ways. I became y'all's parent after you guys weren't babies. <laughs> and I, I was telling Jasmine that, you know, early in our relationship, I was like, I really want someday to have a baby with you. I want to experience what it's like when you're pregnant and when you go into labor and when we get to bring home this fresh new baby. Because I missed all of those things with you guys. And so... Parenting August has been all of the parts of parenting that I hadn't experienced yet. And it's also been something that's, like, super exhausting. Because <laughs> I'm with mom on that one. I think that August should learn how to sleep through the night. Because that would be really lovely. But that's what it's like parenting Some August. Some babies do that. Mm-hmm. Would he be able to have melatonin at this age? No. We no. cannot <laughs> dose the baby with melatonin. <laughs> What other questions do you have for me or Baba? Whenever we're upset, what is it like? When y'all are upset at us or just upset in general? Like, upset. Like, whenever we're upset and we don't want to be touched and you're trying to make us feel better, what is it like? I don't mind so much y'all not wanting to be touched because (laughs) uh, usually when you're upset, you're pretty combative. You're really, like, spicy and want to fight me. And that's not a good situation because I don't play that. You um, like that, mama. But it's, hard, but it's hard to not be able to be the person who can console you and help you calm down. But I also trust y'all to communicate what you need and figure out how to take good care of yourselves. So you'll go journal or you'll go play by yourself or you'll go scream. Zara usually does the screaming. (laughs) (laughs) That's part of my life. And the wailing. Um, Me and Jed are the quieters like, what are you doing? But it it reminds me, it's always a practice of reminding myself that I'm powerless, that y'all are really in charge of your own experiences, and I'm just here to give you support when you need it, when you're ready for it. Yeah, I think whenever I see y'all upset, I think it depends on the kind of upset. Like, if y'all are, like, sad upset... 
my like that's hard. my heart really like breaks because like you you guys are my heart. So if you're if you're breaking and you're upset, oh Mo's being sappy. <laughs> leave it to Mo to be sappy. Um, but if you guys are upset, then I get upset because I love you guys so much. Not me, I don't care. No, get out of my face. When y'all are upset and mad at us because. We had an I told you so moment where we did something, where we said something and y'all did it anyway, and then you get mad about it. That kind of upset, I'm like, ugh. You, usually, I'm in the, usually I'm in the front room, I'm all good. I'm glad they're upset. Your fault. But sometimes it's, um, sometimes it's frustrating. I think for me, I've had to grow a lot because um, I was parented in a, in a way where the parental unit, so, like, the mom and the dad had a lot of that power. And remember at the very beginning of when we were talking, when we talked about how some parents like to make all the decisions and have all the power and they don't listen to their kids very much? Yeah. That's that's what I was taught to do as a parent. And so when I became a parent and I see that you guys are upset, one of my first responses is to be, well, you're the parent, Mo. You use all your power to make them do what you want them to do, Right. And I have to remember, wait, 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 that's not good. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that because these children are their own people, right? And so then I slow down and that's whenever we have the conversation. I'm like, well, tell me what you were thinking through whenever you said that. Or can you help me understand why you're so upset about this thing? Um, so that's, that's kind of my process of whenever I see that you guys are oh. upset. Zara, what questions do you have about us being parents? Being your parents. Uh, my only parents. Uh, uh, I don't know. I had one question and that was mainly it. Yeah? What's it like parenting August? What's it like parenting August was your main question. Cool. <gasps> What's it like parenting us? What's it like the parenting three the three of y'all? Yeah. Y'all are a pain in my ass. <laughs> pain in the butt. Uh, just, Y'all are a pain in the butt. Boom, boom. That's only a 75% joke. Um, a joke? A JK? S- Cinnabu? <laughs> Cinnabu? It's challenging. Y'all have a lot of a, like, lot of personality. You have a lot of self-determination and personal power. And everything that I knew about parenting from... People who taught me how to parent were lies. By the <laughs> were lies. <laughs> Either by what they said or their actions, they don't. It doesn't work for y'all. And I started. I started parenting y'all in a way that I was parented. Parented, and through that process, I realized it wasn't the way I was parenting or parented. The way I was parented when I was a child was not from a place of love. And mutual respect and compassion. I was treated like an inconvenience and like I didn't have a right to my own thoughts and feelings and that my job was to be seen and not heard. And whenever I did a lot of emotional work to unpack how that impacted me, I had to come to terms with the fact that much of how adults in my life treated me whenever I was a young person uh, ha- was the reason why I have some of the mental health and self-esteem struggles that I have today, why I have certain wounds. 
And when I had made that realization, it was the love that I had bringing you on to the, you know, on, on earth through my body that uh, stopped me from repeating that. I had to figure out a different way because the last thing I ever wanted to do was be someone who hurt y'all in ways that I had been hurt. And so I started educating myself and um, growing as a person and facing my own personal hurts and things that I kept inside of me, my own scary secrets, so that I could help y'all and I wouldn't really? pass them on to y'all. Oh, yes, really, Addison. I went to therapy. I saw a psychiatrist and a psychologist. I started going... a psychologist? Going, a psychologist is my therapist. Uh, Wait, but you already said therapist. Well, th- there are different kinds. Thank you, Okay. Um, I started going to parenting meetups that had different types of styles um, of parenting. I started reading lots of books and growing and learning. And then also I stopped listening to the age-old wisdom passed down from families. And I started recognizing that just being a parent doesn't is not a special station in life except for you have more responsibility it doesn't give you more of a right to control um, a person uh, than any other relationship. And if I wouldn't try and control my best friend and and punish her whenever she wasn't doing what I wanted, if, if I would talk to her and respect her and let her participate as an equal in a relationship, that's what I wanted for y'all. And there are some times that I had to figure out how to be a bit more strict because y'all were going to hurt yourself or you were going to hurt someone else, and we had to have different boundaries. Uh, but I like, I like where we're at as in our parent-child relationship. So, um, so, so what I heard for the first part, so from Momo too. So, you guys get, so technically your whole life, when you're child, child, childhood, you get taught how, how the grown-ups act, and then you, like, follow in their footsteps. Yes, yes. that's what many parents do. So they pass on habits that are not but, helpful, that are harmful, onto their kids. Because they don't know any better. And then their kids, if they choose or they become parents, then have the choice to pass those harmful, hurtful things down to their kids. But many people do it without even knowing that it's harmful or hurtful. And so that's kind of one of the huge reasons why we have this podcast. We talk about, Mommy and I talk about, and whenever we have guests on the show, we talk about the harmful and hurtful things that we have been taught whenever we were kids. And then we unpack those and we like sort through them and we figure out what's good in, in what we were taught and what's not so good and we get rid of the not so good so that we can, what's called break the cycle and we don't have to pass those harmful, hurtful things down to y'all, our kids, right? Pretty cool, huh? And that's basically what the whole podcast is about. Wow, they, yeah, they look shocked yeah. and impressed, Mo. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for this wonderful conversation. Yeah. You're welcome. You have any parting wisdom or words? <laughs> any last things you want to add? 
other than uh, getting on the podcast, yeah, it was good. Thanks. Yeah, you liked it, Sarah? Yeah. Thanks. Would you guys do it again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, only if there was a spot open. <laughs> we'll schedule you in, my dear. We'll pick Thank you in. You. <laughs> as long as someone's fired, I'll come. <laughs> Well, thank you all for joining us this week. Um, Thanks for letting us join you. You're welcome. Do you have anything you want to add? Anything we need to close out with? I don't think so. I like our kids so much, usually. Yeah. <laughs> usually. Um, well, I hope that you guys you learned from it. this podcast that um, it's important to listen to kids. They have a lot of wisdom, a lot of things to say, and a lot of things to add. And if you take the time to listen to them, you might learn something. So if you have any questions or things that you'd like to ask Zara or Addison, you can always email us at contact at parentingispolitical.org. You can message us on Instagram or Facebook. And who knows, we might have a special bonus episode where Addison and Zara answer your questions. Yeah. So feel free to reach out and let us know. Other than that, y'all have a great rest of your day or night or whatever time of day you're listening to this. Bye. 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 Bye.